sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Hello, welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Rio Wade. Wow, and I'm your co-host, Tamara Wade. I feel like it's been an eternity since we've been here. Am I doing it right? <laughs> I don't know. I worried about that. I was like, gosh, do we need prompting cards? I was like, wait a minute. I, is this what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> Holy cow, we haven't been on air for a long, long time. It feels like a really long time. How are you guys? Good. Right on. We missed you. We missed you a lot, for real. Um. We've kind of been in and out of a big hole for a long time. Yeah, Lots for real. of life happening. School started, so of course, everything <laughs> got way busy, and we just kind of fell off the face of the earth, as most people do when they go back to school, especially when you're in seven classes, or you work full-time with a full family, and you're in three classes. Seriously. And that so sh- much homework. That shit got real, real fast. Oh my God, you don't even know. I'm just really glad that now I have someone, especially <laughs> living with me, that's my mother, that can understand my pain that I've been experiencing the past 12 years of my life you have no idea how grateful I am that you're in the same house and you can help me navigate this that's and true feel the same pain because I feel nuts yep you will not because you're like why do I want to eat so much food you have to eat when you do homework and I'm like yes why am I eating popcorn incessantly around the clock and then I got in this weird mood the other day where I was so pissed off that all I kept doing was stuff people was, were telling me to do like all I do is homework because that's what my teachers tell me all I do is go to work and do what my boss tells me all I do are all these projects for other people because they tell me I even resented the show a little bit and I was like I don't want to go to the show because they're telling me what to do which isn't the case I was just on a tangent about how I was pissed off at everything and I'm like and I don't have enough money because I'm paying for school to do the stuff that I want to do <laughs> it's just like yes it's such a bad combination yes. of Oh yes, my God. and didn't I feel that way this morning <laughs> this when morning, I woke up? Like, I don't want to go. I'm just sick of people telling me what to do. <laughs> yeah. All I do is homework. Because I got up this morning to do homework. <laughs> I was up late doing homework. That's pathetic. It is pathetic. But, but it's awesome at the same time. We have good time. grades. I have really good grades. Yeah, I have mostly, I have all A's. It's just they don't grade stuff, so I can't really see what yeah. my A is. I, my teachers are a little behind in my grades right now, too. But yeah, they're they solid. get overwhelmed as well. Yeah. You and I are going to be teachers in the near future. We're going to be overwhelmed. I don't know what kind of teacher. I don't know if I'm going to be in the classroom per se. No, but you'll be responsible for mentoring. Yeah. I figured out that I want to get my master's in social work. That sounds a lot better to me. I'm going to be developing programs to treat childhood sexual abuse. I'm excited. I have like this this vision in my head now because you know everyone that's listening knows that my whole reason for going to school is so that I can buy a goat and I have to get a job that I'm good at that I like so I can make money so I can buy land and get a farm and have a goat like that whole thing. Now I'm starting to have a vision for everyone else's life around me. Oh, nice. What's mine? <laughs> so yours social work makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You're gonna move. Yeah. From here somewhere more green. Maybe we'll move together and yeah. we'll own a ranch. That sounds fine too. I wanted- develop programs around animals Mm -hmm. well yes horses animals not dolphins because that's just scary well yeah and they're wet (laughs) sea life is too slippery i don't like horses horses are what saved well you grew up with with them i grew up with horses Mm -hmm. they're mystical magical magical unicorn Mm -hmm. creatures Mm -hmm. so what if we opened up a ranch and my boyfriend could come with me because now his new career instead of going into the police force which he started hedging about which i completely understand is he should be a mechanic yeah this way he can be tatted up he wants to get more tattoos which he's been
been hedging because, you know, the police force there, you know, cracking down on there. You're not allowed to have visible this and that ink, la, la, la. So now he can become friends with tattoo artists, get tatted up, be a mechanic and be dirty and work with cars because he's obsessed. He would be in heaven. And then he could work wherever. Yeah. Just like social work. He would be in heaven. Yeah. So he's going to become a mechanic. You're going to become a social worker and I'm going to be a teacher and we're going to live on a ranch with goats and horses. I can't wait. (laughs) And you're going to write curriculum for colleges and high school programs and you're going to own your own little thing and it's going to be great. So that tangent that you just (laughs) gave us is so good because this is really the topic of our show and that's reflection. Yeah. We want to have a reflection on some things that we've realized in this dark period that we've had. I'm not really (laughs) sure why when this happens, you have enough energy (laughs) mentally to sit back and be like, oh my God, I've been doing it so wrong. Or maybe it's starting school and you're around different people than you're usually around. I'm telling you what I have learned in less than one semester just by the interaction with my classmates has blown right? my mind. Expanding the people that are in your world. How I've been challenged in my own thoughts and, yes. and how I react to other people reacting yes. to me. It's, oh my God. I thought of a funny thing. Um, our schooling is via social media. I don't know if you plugged into that. No, but that's horrifying and exciting. All at the Canvas. Same time. I don't know if you guys around the world experience Canvas, Blackboard, um, like Google Plus or whatever. These like these websites designed to keep a group of people in the same pot and there's like assignments and discussions you have to talk to each other and all watch the same video, this and that. And there's comments and mm-hmm. there's posting. And it's I just plugged into the fact that it's literally social media. It's are graded based on your interaction yes. via the computer. Holy crap. We we are actually told not to meet in person. Yeah. Like I have a group project coming up. Don't she, hang out. She she <laughs> wants us to meet virtually oh my and God. discuss and I've create. I've been told that too. Like we, she wants us to create a website or some sort of interactive portal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old. And I'm like, portal of what? To hell? I'm like... <laughs> well that's what they're called canvas is a portal i know it's to hell (laughs) (laughs) you're absolutely correct in that statement (laughs) oh my god because we were talking about before we got here that because there's been a lot of social media stuff that i've been realizing that i i jump to conclusions too quickly Mm -hmm. and i blame and i misunderstand and there's so much negativity coming from my relationship in social media, even with like friends and teachers and this and that, and then talking about school just now, even though that wasn't part of the plan to talk about school, but it <laughs> happened anyways. <laughs> but they're connecting so well in my mind. School is my life. Well, school is my life, and it's social media, and it just you cannot escape from social media. I'm like, oh, I deleted Facebook off my phone. I'm going to be less on my phone. But now I'm obsessed with getting the new iPhone 6. Like, why do I want the iPhone 6 if I'm trying to escape technology? You like, know why. It's just so bizarre how we're being completely brainwashed, yes. even though we're completely capable of recognizing that we're being brainwashed. I can't. It's, <laughs> it's too much. Are you having a meltdown? I there? think so. <laughs> Don't I always? Isn't that my nickname, Meltdown? <laughs> No, you're sensitive. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, I am. It's so true, though, because, you know, I real grew up on the fence of social media and this technology explosion. I did play with rocks and yep. plums and made mud pies. Right. You, but I also had computer games and cell phones. You also had felt the pressure as you got older, like junior high and older. To have the latest and greatest. The latest technology. So now Lindsay's growing up fully. Ugh. Immersed poor, poor in child. it, and I grew up without it. So we have three different generations experiencing social media and technology in three different ways. And and let me tell you something: 
it, it really breaks my heart. It's like, super It sad. really, really does because Rio and I are very sensitive to seeing people in the cars, on their phone, texting, swerving. I almost got hit the other oh day by God. a lady. If another grandma break checks me on the freeway because they're on Instagram, <laughs> I'm going to freak out. I know. I'm going to well, freak out. These are the questions that I want parents, you know, mothers and daughters to talk with each other about because I know it's not just the kids. <clears throat> Moms. I know you guys are doing uh, it too. Grandmas, dads, every... Yeah. Like I see less teen 20s on their phones in the car and more adults. It's everyone. Yeah, I, well, it, yeah. It's everyone. But but you would be surprised of how many right. older than 20-somethings you yeah. see. It's systemic and it's addiction. I, I think it is we, addiction. We need to point this out. And this is one of the reasons why we wanted to have this show is because Rio and I both have deleted the Facebook app off of our phones. It, to me, it was a bit of a social experiment. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see really how much of my time was being consumed by simply picking up the phone and opening that app. Well, what I found out is I kept picking up my phone to find the app and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say to myself, why am I on the phone? Why am I looking at the phone? <laughs> and now since it's off, the Facebook is off my phone and Twitter and some of those other things are off of my phone. Mm-hmm. I leave my phone. I've left my phone at <laughs> you home. You lose it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I where'd keep, I go? I keep lo- losing my phone to yep. the point that I was like, huh, I wonder if I could actually even ditch my phone. Mm. and not take it with me I said no just because of the communication aspect and you're like well we grew up without cell phones well the world's a lot different (laughs) when you grew up so I don't think the answer is to abolish it completely because that's a little extreme in my opinion maybe I don't know but I'm I'm curious at least Mm -hmm. to the concept of of engaging without the technology just have no phone days where you know where everyone's going to be or you're all together Right. Um, Something that kind of nailed it home for me, and this is super silly because I'm addicted openly, um, the Carrie Diaries. <laughs> the TV show. I'm telling you, mommies who grew up in the 80s like I did, uh, find that on Amazon. I or, love it. I'm telling you, Netflix has it for free, at least season one. And um, the joy of <laughs> watching that show and them trying to connect with one another without oh, technology. Oh, yeah, with landlines or like any so phone they find. gorgeous. I mean, like... You guys who grew up in this era and and don't have that gorgeousness in your life, um, watch it and understand what it, it what it means to wait by the phone Ugh. and then yell at your sister because she's on the phone. But we're no, oh, I never knew because well, I had landlines, mm-hmm. but as soon as I needed to connect with people, I also had cell phones, so there was already texting. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't even know if us my generation and below who've been bred to depend on this technology mm-hmm. if we could even imagine what that's like it's gorgeous but if and if also if we got it taken away from us i don't know if we would wreak any benefit from it just because know. we're so dependent and i i'm i don't know i really feel like we're crippled we just have to find other ways to mm-hmm. build those parts of our mm-hmm. head like and that's why it's so funny that Lindsay has a reading show mm-hmm. thank goodness like with paper books we know? really love books i mean i'm i'm trying really hard and rio does too we try really hard in the house to kind of live a bit old fashionedly sometimes yeah because i don't know i think there's some really beautiful components to that just like you know waiting by the phone mm. and and connecting by voice yeah face to face and not being consumed every second of every day. It's just so hard because, like I said, our schooling is is online. You can't avoid no, it. No, I know. Re- Lindsay got Chromebooks at school <laughs> to do her homework on. Oh, my God. I had to sign a paper for her to do that. I don't. I have some statistics when we get back from break about 
how many hours a day we're spending in, in our yeah. technology. Well, we already know, but I kind of, when we come back after we lay the basis with the stats, I want to talk about some experiences that I've had and how, how the technology is affecting my attitude Ooh. towards people. You're like this. It, it, I've had some big revelations in my relationship lately in the past couple weeks, and, and a lot of it is surrounding social media and it's causing me to do a lot of reflection and a lot of thinking about how I'm approaching situations because of social media and it kind of works. Well, let's take a break because you're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice of Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice American Tamara Channel. My name is Rio Wade, and this is my co-host slash mother, Tamara Wade. You sound like Walter Cronkite. I don't know who that is. Anyways. <laughs> I don't. Is why that bad? You, why don't you use your technology to find out who that is? You know what? I'd rather not, because unlike you, I'm not sitting at the booth with a computer in front of my face. Yeah, stats. <laughs> So as mom preaches, um, trying to live a more old-fashioned life, she stares at her new MacBook Air. (laughs) With my Apple phone next to me. Right, in synchronization with each other. I am not afraid of calling myself a hypocrite either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, the only thing about this conversation is we are recognizing how dependent we've become on technology and maybe ways that we can lessen that or counterbalance it with maybe some real-life things. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm... horrified we actually were, by it all we were marveling before we went to break um about how many instances i've come in contact with in the last couple of weeks about how social media and technology is affecting my relationship in a negative way and how i'm so quick to jump to conclusions mm-hmm. and to be mad at and use social media basically as an excuse to get mad at somebody else so that I'm not the one at fault for doing something bad and that just blows my mind because I've always tried to I you know at least I try to pride myself on being good in a relationship 
and I feel like I'm failing a little bit. I mean, I'm not the only one. There's been... And social media and technology was the catalyst. Right. The reason. Basically, my scapegoat for for being mad. I'm allowed to be mad. Give the story because I think it's very important. We'll we'll do stats in a minute. Okay. So, uh, what even happened? So, I had a big blowout with my boyfriend recently because... He has been hiding, hanging out with his friends. So should I give backstory, like a, like a little bit of backstory or? I think the punch of it is what you saw on okay. um, on a, what is it, Snapchat? Yeah. Okay. So I. Explain Snapchat for not, for the okay. oldies. That Rewind. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So Snapchat is an app on Apple, iPhone, iDevices, whatever, where you can take a picture or a video for like 10 seconds and post it to your profile and it will last for 24 hours and people can look at it as many times as they want. Mm -hmm. Like they press on it and they see it and it goes away and they can press on it again, whatever. So I have been having, uh, had been having weird feelings about when my boyfriend would leave my house early to go to bed, to go to work, that he wasn't going home, that Mm -hmm. he was hanging out with his friends. He was being really sketchy and you know, girls can always tell when something's wrong, you Mm -hmm. know, if they're plugged in. And so one night I had my best friend staying over at my house and he had left earlier and I had a really weird feeling about it like I just didn't understand why he was leaving so early and why he was asleep already you know and he didn't go to dinner with us I mean it was yeah like we invited him to dinner and he Mm -hmm. said no to your face Mm -hmm. and then he left and it was just super weird and I was I got all mad and so I can't sleep because I am I have insomnia up the butt and so it's two in the morning and my best friend's asleep next to me and I'm just watching nonsense tv and I'm looking through snapchat like because you know in our age bracket and below you have your phone next to you and bed and you just look at the same social media over and over and over again in hopes that something's going to change which is so dumb and addictive but I was looking at Snapchat and there was a new one from this girl who's dating one of his best friends and I clicked on it and there's a freaking picture of him and a bunch of other people on a bed like playing like jamming out and so Okay, and this is something else that pissed nothing me off. Nothing nefarious, just to clarify, just because they were on no, the bed. No, they, they weren't doing anything. Right. Yeah, nothing nefarious. nothing bad. Yeah. They're just all hanging out in mm-hmm. someone's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and previously, the, the friend that was in the Snapchat with him was also posting snaps of a mud wrestling party <laughs> at this house party with like hundreds of people. And so I went from watching his Snapchats all night to seeing him in the room with my boyfriend. And it looked like the same party. On some other girl's profile. So, holy shit, are you Mm -hmm. kidding me? I got so enraged. I called him like 800 times because I had texted him earlier apologizing for being mad that he left (laughs) early, right? I was like, I'm so sorry that I got mad at you. I understand you're tired. You wake up for work at 5 in the morning, like feeling bad and then I got even more mad because he had ignored that text message of me apologizing went to this party that's like an hour away after he says that he doesn't have enough gas to come hang out with me does this mud wrestling party with like hundreds of people with people that I'm not allowed to hang out with because he doesn't want me around his friends for some reason which pissed me off because I'm like oh my god he's been lying to me for like two years about going somewhere he's drinking he's doing drugs He's cheating on me. Like, I thought of all of these things, and I called him, like, a million, million times, and he wasn't answering me, and I, so I, I got up, and I started driving to his house because I was like, maybe the Snapchat lagged, and maybe it posted, like, a day later. I don't know. Maybe it was a glitch. 
can't get a hold of him. So I call the girl. I haven't talked to this girl. We're not really friends, but I'm like, I need to figure out what the hell is going on. So I call her and she doesn't answer. I check Snapchat again. The snap is deleted. She deleted the Snapchat that she just posted. And so she calls me back and she's like, hey, did you call me? I was like, yeah, dude, I know this is really random, but is, is my boyfriend with you? And she goes, um, no. I'm like, did you just post a Snapchat? And she's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, was he in it? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, then where is he? And she's like, he left like 10 minutes ago. And so I know he's awake and I know he's driving around, but he's not answering me. He finally answers me on like the 25th call and he like pretends to be all sleepy. He's like, hello, I'm in bed sleeping. I'm like, oh, are you now? And I'm like, well, I'm at your house. Why don't you come outside? And he's like, I'm not at home. I'm like, then where are you? He's like, I'm at my friend's house. And I was like, all right, I'll be there in a minute because I knew where that friend lived. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not there. And he kept changing where he was. And he's like, I'm really tired. I'm like, how drunk are you right now? Like started accusing him of all these things. And I was like, how many blunts did you smoke tonight? You know, like how high are you? Did you do coke? You were were enraged. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on? So I call his mom and I'm like, hey, do you know where Austin went? And she's like, she's he's spending the night at your house I'm like he's not allowed to spend the night at my house ever mm-hmm. so where is he you know and we like went on this whole rant goose chase we can't find him basically have to give up and the whole night i'm thinking oh my god he lies to me and he's going out every time he leaves my house and he's getting drunk and high and this and that oh my god so where was he he was at the friend's house that he had told me and he was sleeping he went over there to spend the night he was not at the mud wrestling party so, so explain to the listeners, because I know the story, explain to the listeners how it appeared as though he was at the same party with yes. these same people. So the guy that was at the mud wrestling party that I'm friends with posted pictures and videos of this mud wrestling party. Mm-hmm. Half an hour later, he was in the picture with my boyfriend at somebody else's house, apparently. It looked like the same house with the same people. Sure, party people, people, right. massive people. Looked- so what it had seemed like was my boyfriend left my house early, lied to me, turned his phone off, went to some mud wrestling party like an hour away from where he lives to party and get drunk and pass out. And then lied to me about where he was because he was afraid I was going to get mad. That's what it seemed like. And so I dropped it I was like I'm not dating you anymore I'm not talking to you anymore you have such a bad addiction to alcohol that you're gonna lie to my face we've been dating for two years if you say you love me this much you do not lie to me like I was like I told you we can negotiate cheating I told you we can negotiate this and that like I have different deal breakers and lying was my one I was like you cannot lie to me or we are done because I refuse to be in a relationship where I do not know what's going on you will not make a fool of me so was he lying (laughs) he wasn't lying (laughs) Ta-da! <laughs> he was not lying. But it, I, okay, he does not handle confrontation very well, so he was not able to explain to me. Uh, of course not. Because he's he already a, knew that he lost. He's a 20-year-old young man. No matter what he was going to say, I wasn't going to believe him, and he knew that. There yeah. was nothing he could say. Yeah. So, so, so you guys listening to the passion in her conviction as she's <laughs> speaking now, can you imagine if it was 3 in the morning? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I, you wouldn't want to be him, would you? I no, he sh- completely shut down. Of course, totally he was terrified. Oh my god, he should be. I'm scary. <laughs> um, I know. So, I didn't talk to him for a day. I deleted him from everything. I deleted his mom from everything. I deleted everything from everyone. Out of a relationship with him in Facebook, which is when you know it, it's get, it gets real. And all of these steps I'm taking to like not be in contact with him anymore he's done the worst thing possible i'm never talking to him again like i was done like i've been done before but i was 
done mm -hmm. you know and so i even like wore a push-up bra and like try to go to a party that night That's and so like <laughs> trying to be on the rebound and this and that and i'm like i just had a bad feeling about it Here, i'm trying to be on the rebound no yeah right i cannot do that i'm like i'm gonna buy a kitten instead and mom's like no rebound cats <laughs> 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 okay so long story short i'm at this party everyone's drunk i didn't drink Usually when I'm at a party where I'm not drinking and I'm annoyed, I text him and I'm like, this is so dumb. Can I come over and hang out? And then we were going back to my friend's house and her house is not the ideal place to sleep. And so I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't really want to go home. It's too late. La la la. I would usually go to Austin's right now. So and I say his name and I'm like, oh, God, I say his name. I've said his name before. Yeah, right. No, Everyone knows who he is. You check my Facebook. You know who he is. Um, and he will, he can talk to this. He will be on air if he wants to talk about it. Well, yeah. He Mom's talked, talked about it with ta us. We talked, we talked as a family yeah. about it. This is, um, this was a big deal. Yeah. So I wasn't feeling right about it. And so I tried to call him again over and over again. And I went to his house and my, my friends were mad at me for doing this. One of them understood and the other one didn't really understand, but I left, I dropped them off at home, DD and I went to his house because it's like two feet away from where I dropped them off at. And his car was there and I went to the door and I was trying to call him and I was like knocking on the door and nobody was answering. And I was trying really hard to be calm because I knew that if I started yelling at him again, he would not talk to me. He would shut down. And I just wanted to hear his side of the story, mm -hmm. which I don't know why I didn't do that before because social media was so convincing that I got the story right. And so I'm at his house. I'm knocking on the door. No one's answering. There's this big storm now. I can't even drive anywhere, if, even if I wanted to. And I finally call his mom. I, like, unblock his mom's number from my phone, and I call her, and I was like, where's Austin? And he, she goes, he's not here. He's sleeping somewhere else. Finally get a hold of him. And in my calm voice, I'm like, hey, I'm at your house. Um, is there any way you can come home right now? Where are you? He's like, oh, I'm at my friend's. The same friend that he was at before. I was like, have you been drinking? He's like, no. And so he had his friend drive him home. And the reason he was having his friends drive him everywhere, which I was sketchy about, is because he has no gas money. And he doesn't want to be at his house. I understand that. You break up with someone. You don't want to be in your own house. Like, you don't want to sit in bed and cry all night. Like, I get that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was so annoyed that he wouldn't just tell me. But I have, like, 30 seconds, and I don't know if I'm going to get it done. So maybe we just leave the conclusion of the story to the other side yeah. of it because I want to tie it all together with this social media it's and big. I want to tie it all together with this jumping to conclusions and judgments. We have two more segments to go into more detail. Just that's, that's the lineup. I was convinced he was completely lying because social media made it so But not even convincing. Convinced. You were enraged oh my God. to the point of delirium. Oh yeah. I was, I was no longer in my own body. Frothing at the yes. mouth, the delirium. Yes. And I know our listeners can relate to oh, that. Oh yes. Well, I'm, I'm sure they've heard it on air before from me. Well, not you only know? from you, but from themselves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> take a breather. Put some ice on his head. <laughs> we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice American Farmer Channel. I'm Rio Wade, and I'm trying to clean. You put ice on her head. <laughs> Not really. It kind of has only been like two seconds since the last <laughs> segment. We really didn't take a break or anything. We just went right in. I just don't. But maybe you did. I don't want to lose it. I hope you listeners got a breather. Before we went to break, this the last segment was all about my story about how I found Snapchats, these like instant videos of my boyfriend at this mud wrestling party. And it seemed. Well, this was my, in my head. He was at this mud wrestling party an hour away from his house. He was lying to me about where he was. He was drinking. He was high. He was doing all the things that he told me he wasn't doing anymore. Right. And he's been lying to me because he doesn't care about me. So and tell us blah, what, blah, he, what the real truth was when you finally got him face to face. I want to point out. Yes. Face to face. Eye to eye. Scent to scent. Yep. He came home when I had gone to his house because I just wasn't feeling right about it. I had calmed down. I had asked him nicely to come home. And he... He was even to the point where he was giving me updates about where he was in conjunction to his house because there was a storm. He was calling me and he was like, hey, I know it's been a while and it, I usually be home by now, but we're going literally 12 miles an hour. I'll be there soon. So he knew that from then on he needed to start filling me in. So he, I think he had already done some thinking, obviously. It had been like 24 hours. Um, so we're at home, his house, and we're face to face. He's not drunk. He's not high, which I thought he might have been because he was at his friend's house. And that's what I assumed they were doing. Um, assumed. <laughs> yeah. Face to face, he looked like the Grim Reaper. Like he had sold his soul to the devil and he gave up on life. And it was really scary to see him like that. Mm-hmm. I was still really mad. So it wasn't like an instant embrace. It was like explain yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And kind of thinking back about it right now, too, that is kind of maybe the wrong approach because... He really didn't do anything wrong. Isn't that crazy? Don't you hate being in that position? I myself have been in that a few times with my husband. And um, it sucks when you're raged. You get so much on you Mm -hmm. that that you can't even see straight. So he was never at that party with the mud wrestling. Mm -hmm. The reason that his friend was in both Snapchats at the party and at that his friend's house was because he was with the okay the guy that posted the mud wrestling parties not my boyfriend was at the party because it's his roommate Mm -hmm. that was throwing the party he had stopped home with one of austin's other friends and then they had 
stayed at the party for a little bit and then drove back to where they were planning on staying, which was where Austin was staying at his mm-hmm. other friend's house. So these groups of people were going between the party yeah. and where Austin was. Right. And taking pictures as y'all do. Right. To to show that you're at the cool rager. You're at the rager, but yeah. yet we're having fun over here too. Right. How many of you raise your hand have done that? <laughs> You've been multiple places at the Me one of the night. to look super cool. Right. So And you always have to post a Snapchat. Oh, my God. Technology is so dumb. So anyways, basically filling in all the gaps. He didn't lie to me. He was just because his friends do do drugs. They smoke a lot of weed, which is not going to. The only problem I have with it is it is illegal. It's illegal. And as the mom in the room, there are studies that show that it impedes your. Oh, yeah. Oh, your your developmental. um, Right. Your your brain from growing. Right. And it it makes you dumb, which we can all attest to. But I am more. More swayed to be okay with weed than other drugs just because it's not going to, you know, kill you or whatever. It's just benign, more benign out of the other ones. Yeah. But he also has friends that do coke. And that mm-hmm. is a problem I have. And he knows that that's a problem that's a I have. Problem. That's really bad. No, no, no shit. It's a really, really bad problem. I will not screw with that. I will not be around anyone that is, is into that. And so I give him a lot of crap. And I get, you see how fired up I get when I talk about it. Mm-hmm. He gets scared out of his mind <laughs> that, and he, I'm, I've never told him don't be friends with your friends, but I'm like, maybe don't spend so much time with them. So he has it in his head. Again, he's bad at communicating. He's never had anyone that communicates with him like I do. I'm very intense. I'm very to the point. He got so scared that he would do anything than to admit that he was with friends that I did not approve of. When you're in a spot where you're so vulnerable during a breakup or he's ha- he's been having troubles with his home life and money, mm-hmm. he wants to hang out with his guys. He doesn't have any other guys besides these guys that do bad things. He's not going to admit to me that he's going to hang out with those guys. He didn't lie. He just, I mean, omission is lying, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Right. You had jumped way beyond. Oh, my God. He's been lying to me this whole time. Yeah, Every you, time he leaves you, my house, he's doing drugs. You were even convinced he was, like, cheating. Oh, yeah. Him. I was like, so. that's the only way you could do this to someone that you love, la, la, la. Yeah, it was a big, big leap. Huge, but miscommunication with information I was getting from his parents because they did not know what he was doing either because he doesn't communicate with them mm-hmm. because he knows that his mom will get mad at him if he know if she knows that he's with these people that do these things. He wasn't telling me, and he kept he would like hide his phone from me like text messages because. I would, and I started snooping, like, at one point, and there would be, like, hey, do you want to go smoke weed? And he'd be, like, yeah, I'm down. And so I got so mad that he was lying to me about weed. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was able to take the biggest breath of my life and, like, sit back and try to understand where he was coming from. I get it. You don't, just because you say yes to hanging out with someone doesn't mean you do it. You say yes so you don't piss them off. or like In this age? Yes. Because if he says no, he's going to make his friends feel like they're failures at life and lose a friend. So I kind of under, it's not. It's a slippery slope. Right. I mean, I get it. I wish right. it weren't that way. Right. But I know that he's not lying to me. Yeah. You yeah. know? No, I know. He's in a tough spot. And I know this to be true for and a lot of young men in his age bracket. They're yep. they're moving away from their friend groups. Yep. And slowly. Slowly. And in boy ways. And in, yeah. <laughs> and so moms, if you're listening and you have sons, you know. It, I have a friend that has a, a son similar age mm-hmm. that is, she's struggling because yep. 
he's a good kid and he's got a smart head on his shoulders, but the kids he hangs around with and he's literally gotten in trouble mm-hmm. because he's been with them mm-hmm. when they've had the paraphernalia yep. on them and he had to go to court and all that. That's crap. what I'm afraid of. So, you know, it's a real concern, but to your point, what you're talking about with the relationship you're having, you know, is that something to kick him to the curb over? <laughs> no, no. Because I, then I saw him and he, oh my God, he's like, I've been crying for like, hours and hours and this and that and I felt genuinely bad like it wasn't excusing the fact that he hangs out with bad people but I can't make his decisions for him and tell him the right path and expect him to do it right away like he has a lot more to to grow from Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a quick learner and a quick grower and I've already had my life planned out we already have our own we have our own paths to grow on and that's not one of your deal breakers I think is something to point out right like this is something that you have committed to lean into Mm -hmm and grow with him right you know there's been no lying yeah no one everyone has their own little list of deal breakers just because that's yours listeners doesn't mean that it has to be or i'm pointing to Rio when i say yours just because that's Rio doesn't mean that it has to be yours i have my own Rio. we're going to do a show on deal breakers Mm -hmm. in fact yeah because mom and i are so opposite it's really funny exactly and it's really interesting to point that out because you know you might be listening going god i wouldn't hang out with that so and that's okay yeah. that's not the point mm-hmm. of her sharing the story the point of her sharing the story is that social media changes your expectations yes. for how you interact with one another and that's what i want to talk about because you almost lost the love of your life if over- i didn't talk to him face to face and i just went off of what i was seeing on social media I, we, we we would not be talking and my life would be miserable and his, his life would be miserable right. and what if you were just texting it out that we were we tried to it, it wasn't working at all it was making me more annoyed i know and i've seen you do it with summer your best friend oh yeah she sucks it. at texting well who doesn't <laughs> i suck at texting. apparently i do too because i miscommunicate all the time but her and i, I have think had it's fights. safe to say we all suck at texting well it's not the right form of com- it's not meant to be a full that's conversation it. that's it can we say that again Texting is not meant to take place of real conversation. I feel like Oprah right now. I think we all need to go, aha. <laughs> ah. Ah. You know why people totes a breathe on text messages? Because <laughs> it's totes adorbs. Because A, it's totes adorbs. And because it's not meant to be a full conversation. No, it's meant to be fun. Email's not even meant to no. be a full conversation. No. no, so hear us when we're talking about this. Because when you're having a situation that requires some real real intense conversation and some real communication look up what real communication means right talking well no real communication <laughs> means that both parties have a, a reached understanding mm-hmm. oh it's yeah not, full circle full circle right. it's not just that i'm spewing information at you right. which largely technology is it's a right. one-way kind of communication mm-hmm. communication does not occur until both parties are on the same footing and you don't realize how much body language and facial expression i said it before scent yeah my god seriously okay this is this is really weird but when Austin is genuinely upset and like trying to he's just lost for words Mm -hmm. and he knows that he's screwed because he just he's so pained by the fact that he cannot communicate he gets this look and he's really really pretty he has like this weird (laughs) eyebrow thing that happens and his face turns a different color and his eyes are like sparkling with tears like it's like this whole (laughs) thing that happens and now it's happening when we were talking face to face after our whole blowout and I was like oh my god you're gonna throw up because you're so sad right now because you can't get your point across to me well I want to point out what you were experiencing. You you had a visual communication. You were mm-hmm. exchanging information visually. This is why cyberbullying is such a big deal because 
a kid can sit behind a computer and thrash out some nastiness, but I forget even the name of the comedian that talks about this. It's it's a lot harder to look someone in the Oof. face, you in can't. the eye, and say that same shit. Yep. So bullies, bad people who <laughs> listen and like to talk shit, maybe even some good people that like to talk crap to one another. Next thing, next time you're trying to thrash something out, I want you to envision looking that person in the face yep. and saying it mm-hmm. and see if that stops you. Because I know it has me, and I'm not to say that I'm not the one that acts shitty because I do yeah. sometimes I get really crappy and like <laughs> want to throw mud and get pissed yeah but I'd, I don't want to do that because I really know how mm. I can't look someone in the face and say that crap so mm. why would I most do, people can't why would I do it online mm-hmm. it, it it's the reflection of yourself coming back it's this social media nonsense there's a few other instances that maybe on another show we'll talk about like and you noticed someone at a dinner table. There oh. was a Snapchat of I'll what looked you, like I'll Austin really with a big beer in his hand. Yeah. And I was like, you told me you weren't drinking. He resent it to me on a regular picture. It was not even him. So let me tell you, I, just real quick, because I know I got to go to break in a, in a second here. But I um, I was having lunch the other day by myself, which was glorious, BT dubs. <laughs> um, and there was this man sitting behind me on the phone. And he just sounded so sad he was like but it wasn't me it i swear it wasn't me i wasn't at that party and he's yeah. like yeah i was on snapchat that night but i it wasn't me Aww, and i just was same like oh thing. god i wanted to go over and grab the phone and be like listen sister it <laughs> wasn't him <laughs> no i know i know that firsthand it looked exactly <laughs> like austin but it was not him not even close so yeah the expectations we put on each other through social media and 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 when we get back from break, I want to talk about Sherman Alexi. And I know this is kind of a bit of a tangent, oh, but it's random. You guys look up Sherman Alexi on break, and you'll know why. <laughs> well, so for now, we're gonna take a break. You're listening to Hey Bro, Next Generation. Paramount Channel. Bye. TV from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. 
visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This show is called Tangent because we won't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it's reflection, and we're talking specifically about social media and how it shapes our expectations. And Rio just shared a very passionate (laughs) story that I think really drives home the, the point about what we're saying. You know, a lot of assumptions can be made in this oh one-way type of communication. Yes. And really what we want you to get out of the show listening to it is just put yourself on pause for a moment before you jump to conclusions about your communication via technology or social media. Right? Yes. Pictures <laughs> can be deceiving. Words can sometimes not encompass the entire meaning of what you want to say. Mm-hmm. We are sometimes emboldened behind computer keyboards and telephones and texting mm-hmm. yep i know um where do you want to go with this i have a lot of information about some things um i have some stats that i'll give you we've given you these stats before in our show um american teenagers spend 31 hours a week watching television and let me tell you something that television is not oh national God. geographic it is oh, reality so television <clears throat> and it, it's teaching it's teaching young kids think about it so you know kids come home from school and they're 12, 13 years old, and they plop down in front of MTV and start watching, you know. Oh, my God. Everything that's on TV, barring, like, the Food Network and HGTV mm-hmm. and, like, maybe Animal Planet, mm-hmm. is just bull. Like, I don't understand where they come up with I depicting do. society this way. I do. It's for money, and it's on the cheap. So get a book by Jennifer Posner called um, Reality Bites Back. It's on um, how reality TV is constructed. And I've told you guys this before. I'll tell you again in this context. Um, It takes them two weeks to make 20 minutes of footage. So imagine a camera crew following you around for two weeks and extracting not only only the worst part, not only the worst parts of you, but then piecing it together in any fashion they want. I have an acquaintance that was on a reality show here that was filmed locally here in Phoenix, and she openly talks about her experience. They depicted her as um, being the villain when she was actually the one trying to comfort the person who was being lashed out at. Mm -hmm. And it was because they took her comments out of sequence. Yep. And it made it look like she had told everyone this person's secret when, in fact, she was merely reacting. Mm Mm-hmm. So think about that when you're watching social or you're watching uh, reality television because young girls, if you're watching that and expecting that to be a way to model your behavior, no, it's not. It's, and commercials. It's really the baddest way. Advertisements are really, really bad. Yeah, because they're meant to build fear. And, mm-hmm. and we talk about misrepresentation all the time. So check that out. It's on Netflix. It can give you some perspective of how the media tries to twist everything um, and give you some perspective on how much social media or not social media but how much minutes of media we consume a day oh yeah 10 hours and 45 minutes of media is consumed daily probably more than that by some 
Well, you said it earlier in the show. You're like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to bed. I'm watching some everyone crap television and everyone and I'm on my phone. Yep. And at times I see you on, on TV, my computer, on your computer and on your phone because well, I'm doing homework. I'm, te- I'm texting friends and I have background TV noise. I'm literally being bombarded mm-hmm. by the worst possible things. I'm just glad that I'm I'm able to at least recognize. But like you just heard from the story, I get bit from, you know, behind by social media and reality mm-hmm. TV and it, it brainwashes me and I don't even know it. Yep. Well, and I don't, somebody needs to do a study about um, social media, reality TV and, and advertisements creating aggression in young people. Oh, they are. And I don't have them in front of me, but I have read some of it. And the problem with me sh- not sharing that with you guys is I don't want to share someone's synthesized version of those right. studies. I want to go and find them myself and yep. bring them to you in their raw form so you can make your own assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you some other statistics I have. 65% of U.S. women and girls report eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just something More that More than they, half. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this isn't something that we ladies have just dreamt up in our heads. That's because the advertising dollar spent in our country is... $235 billion. <laughs> oh my God. This is 80% of the countries in the world's GDP. Um, what is it? Have GDPs that are less than that. That's gross domestic products. So wow. we spend more in advertising dollars than most countries spend on anything. Yep. Wow. Ugh. U.S. women spend 12000 to $15,000 a year on beauty products. Yep. We are guilty of that. But it's, I don't even know what kind of work needs to be done. And I say that all the time. It's just so overwhelming. The stuff that we ingest and the stuff that we we exude. I know to be true. Um, One is, as women, older women, we have the responsibility in what we consume with regard to media. So we, you may think of it as being innocent and benign, but when a woman's being objectified in the media, we don't need to consume that because it's just perpetuating the problem for young girls. Additionally, if you are subjected to this type of imagery, so let's say for instance, Transformers. I took Lindsay to see Transformers because I freaking love Transformers, but I know that in the storyline, there's going to be some girl that's going to be objectified. It's going to be disgusting. She's going to be a dipshit and Mm -hmm. I'm going to get really pissed. So I, when I take Lindsay to see it, I couch it by saying, so, you know, (laughs) so, you know, this little girl that's being depicted in this show, um, it's not accurate. Right. In, in fact, what I'd like to see for this girl is for her to be the heroine. I'd mm-hmm. like to see her be the protagonist. But that's not what's happening in this story. Um, so and in most. And in most. So we well, have to couch it so that right. she can look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, because it's not to say stay away, stay away, stay away. It's having the right information while you're going into it. Because there's no avoiding. You can't go can't live in a it. deserted island like no. with nothing. No. Victoria's Secret commercials are going to pop up oh, out yeah. of nowhere. So when we talk about them, I'm like, Lindsay, you know what's going on with this. This is yep. media trying to scare you. Mm-hmm. So let's just look at it for what it is. Those ladies don't even look like that. Yeah. Oh, no. No, look up, look up the, the articles about the Photoshop and how mm-hmm. everything is doctored. So mm-hmm. you will never look like that. Why would you want to take a gender and society class? That class showed us 
the body ideals starting from the 20s mm-hmm. and how the more voluptuous you were at one point, the better, you, the more sexy you were. And then at one point there was the more flat chested you were, the sexier yeah, you the were. Yeah, the difference over the era. Yeah, and then it's the bigger butt, the better. The bigger boobs, the better. The more mm-hmm. weight, the better. The less weight, the better. The more athletic you look, the better. It changes. It changes, but not that that changes in media. And the point I want, because I'm, I'm coming to this like verbalization of this my in my own mind and in, in my own self there's attraction between people no matter what no matter what 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 is in the media is not what i'm attracted to at all oh i know isn't that funny i look at i look at like a catalog and i'm like that doesn't Ew. reflect my friend group well your friend group or who you would be attracted to like even the women I have a very specific aesthetic of women that I'm like oh they're really pretty and it really isn't anything to do with with what's in media but that's not to say that those people aren't beautiful no, no, either that, that's my point because hang on a second <laughs> I'm very distracted I know Lindsay I'm, likes to be in front of us can you walk out there please thanks <laughs> sorry guys welcome to our life <laughs> this is how we live and I can't focus because we've not done this in a while so <laughs> mom's like oh my god oh my god Lindsay get out she's digging in my purse and stuff <laughs> you're like ah <laughs> Anyways, speaking of the little one going to Transformer, but no, we speak very openly in our house about that stuff because I I just think that that's our, our job and our responsibility as moms and mentors and big sisters, you know, think twice about consuming it because, oh, Sherman Alexi, (laughs) I wanted to talk about him for a minute. We went to a seminar. We got like three minutes. Okay. We saw him speak live. He is an author of um, some very controversial books. One included um, The Absolute True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. And we got to see him speak at college. And let me tell you something. A, if you get the opportunity to see him speak, please go and do so. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He will make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's great. (laughs) He will challenge. Yeah, because we were in a very diverse audience. So to give you kind of the framing of where we're at, Sherman Alexi is a Spokane Indian. He grew up on a reservation here in America. And he was speaking on an Indian reservation (laughs) here in Arizona. Yep. So... Um, some of the comments he made were, were very, um, like cutting, like mm-hmm. about the differences between Indians and whites and right. the communities living close together. I felt I was the minority. We were the minority in that group of people. But he made everyone feel right. uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> he was, he was digging on his own race. He was digging on everyone else's race. He was basically digging on anyone that does the wrong thing. I love him for that. Right. I love him for making me feel extremely uncomfortable. And I forget where I was going with this. So I think I know the parallel. You are telling people that if you you should know better not to consume the type yes. of media and oh. advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. So what he said to us, he was talking about racism and he and he was saying that just because you're not a racist doesn't mean that that's enough. Right. And he was like pointing at a group of people. He's like, just because your friend group right here is really diverse doesn't right. mean that you're done. Just because you're a white kid that that's friends with an Indian and an Asian doesn't mean yeah. that you're you're helping the that racist. You're helping yeah. The racist. Movement people not be racist and then he brought up the nfl team that's named the redskins the redskins and i'm not a football person so i i I had no plug into this whatsoever (laughs) yeah and he brought it to my attention by saying that it's not enough to just sit on the sidelines and say hey i don't know what that means you have to be involved and claim an opinion yep so for sherman alexi and everybody listening i want to tell you i'm absolutely 100 against that team oh yeah I, I will stand I, up yeah. and say Are you kidding me? That should have been abolished years. Uh, it it shouldn't have ever even how, been in a thing. Speechless. Tamara <laughs> speechless when yes. he explained what it means. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to do my part to stop this. Um, 
what was the point in saying all of that? Um, make the decision. Yeah. You have to be proactive. You have to be with social media yep. and advertisement, you have to be proactive yep. within yourself not to view it. In Sherman Alexi, you need to be proactive in making a change in the areas that you want to see change. And with me, that's going to include calming down before I make assumptions about social media and my friends and my relationships and maybe even not going on it as much as I am and right. maybe just yes. reframing um, how you go into things and how much you're consuming because you are in control you, of your yes, reaction that's exactly and it. how much you consume. Absolutely. If you can get one thing out of that show, this show... I hope that's it. That was the right connection, right? That's Absolutely. what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm out of practice. <laughs> I know. It's all right. That's why we read each other's minds. Okay. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We're really happy to be back. Sorry we were a little disjointed. Where do we get Where do we get a hold of us? Oh, we're on uh, Facebook <laughs> at backslash Paper Hope. We're on Instagram and all the social media outlets. <laughs> yeah. Check us out on social media. <laughs> we're not going to brainwash you with anything or piss you off. Or maybe we will. No, I mean, I, I flip the camera off a lot on mine. So no, I try to make sure that I'm posting uh, information that you guys will find useful. Yeah. And so follow us for more rants about how not to be on social media through <laughs> social media. We are Paper Hope Next Generation. Uh, I'm Rio. And I'm Tamara. And thanks for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now. Bye.